Welcome. Uh, Daniel. Whoa. Whoa. Your levels are uh, a my... little high. A little high. Let me, let oh, me adjust wow. on my end. Uh, how are my levels? You're, you're coming in I'm good. Solid. You know, you know yeah. uh, even like mediocre podcasters would cut this out, this exchange here about the levels. Not us. Mm-hmm. Not us. We aim to be the uh, laziest podcast on on the internet and most inconsistent. We're well. We're front loading the quality content. I mean, yeah. We're we're never more truthful uh, and uh, re- representing you know what's what's currently happening than when we uh, establish our levels. Right. All right, our level, and let's be honest, our levels are pretty low. Uh, so this is Talking Paragraphs, an occasional podcast by me, uh, Media Failure, Daniel Finney, and yeah. uh, my best friend, the Sultan of Spreadsheets, the man about Memphis, Memphis Paul. Yeah. When you when you say that our podcast is occasional, yeah, we've been inconsistent. Is, is it what? Is it is it like that um, McSweeney site in terms of like how infrequent their content is? Like what what would you say that is another product that uh, comes out with the same frequency as uh, as talking paragraphs? as our podcast? Um, like be. Beavis and Butthead revivals. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm still waiting for the third issue of uh, or the second issue of uh, Greg Ruka. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Greg Greg Luca Ruka's uh, what was that Ronin or uh, Lazarus? Yeah, Lazarus comic. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah who, who's to say? Who, who's to say? Uh, there are a lot, but the thing is, we have come out uh, after long delays, and the delays were yeah. usually call, caused by one or both of us having to work intense hours, or yeah. or just not feeling like it. That happens period uh, periodically. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. You're in an intense work period, and I'm out of work. So it just happened that this Sunday worked out. We don't know about next Sunday, but we have today. (laughs) We do. We have today. And let's not waste today. Let's get into the hot news. Uh, Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift, who is my current favorite singer. I enjoy her albums. People think I'm joking about this. I'm not. I, I, I don't think that I've listened to hardly anything except Taylor Swift since her one of the two albums she put out in the pandemic uh, oh. came out. I've listened to the second one evermore yeah. for uh, forever in the car and, you know, whatever. So I like Taylor Swift a lot. It's, and yeah. it's not just she's hot. Like a hot, beautiful woman thing. That's true. That doesn't hurt anything. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, it's I 
honestly like her music. I like the way she presents. Uh, I like the way she interacts with her fans. I don't care that this may all be the construct of a publicist. That doesn't interest me. Yeah. She's providing an entertainment in a way that I appreciate. So there. Uh, but recently there was some show on Netflix and I don't know what it was called and I'm too lazy no. to look it up. Uh, but the show made a joke about Taylor Swift. Um, oh. and, uh, it didn't sit well, uh, with, um, uh, it didn't sit well her, with, with her fans. Her, 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 Taylor Nation. Uh, or both. Both. Mm-hmm. So there was a joke on the show. Uh, and uh, the joke was. The show was called Ginny in Georgia. Oh, okay. And uh, the joke was what uh, Ginny said to her mother, Ginny, who is Georgia, uh, mm-hmm. you go through men faster than Taylor Swift. Right. And apparently the mom said something along the way, you know, Taylor Swift made a millionaire off of her men. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, uh, hang on. You, uh, you, you go through men faster than Taylor Swift. And then the mom said something about, well, uh, 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 you know, Taylor Swift made millions of dollars off of her, man. So Taylor Swift, along with, like, I started getting these tweets because I followed Taylor Swift as a subject on Twitter. And Taylor Swift came down from Mount St. Taylor, and she said, Hey, Ginny in Georgia, 2010 called and wants its lazy, deeply sexist joke back. How about we stop degrading hardworking women by defining this horse shit as funny? Also, Netflix, whom she added, she added Netflix. Mm-hmm. After Miss Americana, which was a documentary concert film that she did for them, this outfit oh. doesn't this outfit doesn't look cute on you. Happy Women's History Month, I guess. So, allow me to lead this one. Because Taylor Swift's my girl. Yeah, I, I've already prepared. I've already prepared my joke. But go ahead. All right, all right. I'll let you have that. Uh, I am torn here because so my my joke. Okay. Uh, oh, that's gonna is based off of actual events. Fire it! Fire it! Will because she she put up she re released an album um, with some slight variations that she's selling under her own copyright company that kind of cut out the prior guy that was making money off of her work. Well, here's what happened. Her record company sold out to a skeezy guy named Scooter. 
And so she, I feel like she, what she does now is she re releases this Netflix uh, uh, documentary with like an added frame or something. Yeah, and put it on Disney Plus. As, yeah, just her own uh, her own website yeah. uh, to stick it to Netflix because that's her move. Yeah, Taylor's... being indig- being being indignant and uh, cashing out uh, on a contractual agreement she already had. Yeah, you know that's is, a good idea. That's a, that's a way to win both ways the the high ground and uh, screwing over your business partner. Well, um, I'm a, I'm of two minds about this. On the sure. one hand, I I agree with Taylor Swift in the sense that she was dating a lot of different guys in her twenties, and mm-hmm. that's what people do in their 20s they date a lot of different people like sure. i'm from the midwest where i have a lot of friends who met uh, i i like one of my best friends he met his wife at bible camp well mm-hmm. you know that doesn't happen for everybody but my parents they met in elementary school yeah you know that doesn't happen for everybody you and i we've known each other since college we're both bachelors yeah. Uh, it just, you know, it doesn't happen for everybody. And uh, Taylor Swift dated more than I did, but Taylor Swift is more attractive and probably has more confidence than I do. She, so, she's also a celebrity, and you're going to like different gala events, right? I mean, I, I'm chit, not. You're chit chatting. It's true. It's people. true. If I if, if I meet somebody that I'm attracted to, I can't say, "Hey, do you want to go to the Grammys with me tonight?" Yeah. No. Uh, I'm more like uh, I got enough money for the dollar theater, uh, but you you know you can only get the small popcorn with admission, you know, uh, and you're on your own. You might want to sneak a drink in. Uh, so there's that. Um, so I agree with her. Like just constantly bashing her about dating a lot of people seems yeah. uh, stupid. And then the other thing is. Uh, it is a lazy joke. It's like yeah. a fat joke about me. Like, yeah. uh, we're having an argument and all of a sudden you're just like, whatever fatty. Yeah. Like, well, I, I was fat, but before this argument stops, I uh, started, I was fat after this argument stops, but it doesn't change the fact that you're still wrong. Yeah. See, uh, I, I make fun of you for those beanie weenies with the honey glaze. Like yeah. I had to work for that joke. Yeah, um, well, you because it wasn't obvious. You're you're still a son of a bitch for not liking uh, little Smokies, but yeah. uh, you know, uh, actually, you're not. You can like whatever you like. I just don't. Sure. I, it it was the uh, it was the vehemence with which you rejected them that hurt. <laughs> you know the yeah. Uh, anyway. So on the one hand, I can see your point. I think it's a lazy joke. Yeah. It's it's certainly sexist under the terms that we define sexism now, which uh, is uh, basically it's, any, any... It's sexist in the sense that uh, we're judging her for being promiscuous and we wouldn't hold men to the same standard. Yeah. And I don't know, so, when we say promiscuous, I don't know how many of those men she actually had sex with. And it's none of my goddamn business. 
well, yeah, uh, we don't we, are, we don't know if they were in open relationships. Uh, we're judging, yeah, we're judging her so, for dating a lot is what we're doing, and we wouldn't like if if, if you took Taylor Swift on the occasion and you put <laughs> Brad Pitt or whatever hot Leonardo DiCaprio, we would not hold that against them. Sure. Uh, so I get that, and I'm so on that sense, I'm on. I I agree, but on the other hand, it's a comedy show, mm-hmm. and I feel like. I feel like comedy gets a pass in the sense that uh, we can't just be censoring. Like, I don't want to say it exactly that way. I, it's, it's, I think it's a comedy show. I don't know. I've never watched it. I'm never going to watch it. Uh, I, I think, uh, I think it's supposed to be funny. It's, it's new, okay. It's new on Netflix, and I saw like the. If you linger on something on Netflix, you you know you get like a 15 second blurb. Right, you get forced to watch a trailer. So it it was something that seemed like it was trying to be funny. So I'm sure the whole show is like that. So my yeah, my my I'm probably not gonna watch it, but I also feel like <laughs> this is not like the DJ who grabbed Taylor Swift's ass. Yeah. That was a physical sexual assault. Sure. Like you I, I feel your righteousness there. This is somebody making a joke about you yeah it's a lazy joke it's not super funny yeah but it's just a joke right like this can't ruin your reputation this can't this can't this is not going to cut into your album sales i don't think it anybody who like you don't respect taylor swift i do that didn't change Uh, because you learned this story no no i I'd, i'd like to clarify my taylor swift opinion she, okay. she she's attractive. She's well spoken. Yeah. She she does a good job of managing her media empire. Right. Um, but I I feel like some of these um, fights she engages yeah. in are very good for like uh, riling up the base. You know, to use a Trumpism, like p- yeah. picking these fights, just like this this guy that grabbed her ass. Um, yeah, that is wrong, uh, but you can choose to let that go uh, if you want to. Uh, you don't have to. I'm not judging her for it, but uh, I'm just saying she's made something out of that. Uh, she's made something out of you know, like oh this this guy we had a bad breakup. I'm gonna make that into a song. Uh, she she's had this little scuffle with her uh, business partner. There's this thing, just the habit of uh, turning these things into something to keep her name going out there. You, in the, you know, we do a lot of prep for these podcasts, and it, you know, shines through in our content. You, you, you admit, you had mentioned like, how famous do you have to be to um, uh, have true free speech? Right. So right. she's, she's famous enough. She doesn't have to. She could let this go, or she can say what her true feelings are. Well, Is I that have, right? I have a response to that. Okay. I feel like Taylor Swift is right on the edge of having of being famous enough that she could take away somebody else's freedom. She she doesn't need to work another day in her life to to right. be fed and clothed. Uh, well, again, she could delete her I mean, Twitter account. Yeah, uh, and live on what, one of her islands. 
Uh, I, all I'm saying <laughs> is like this was a this is not like an idle clapback. Oh, like she is she punched Netflix right in the business. You think their share price is down on the on the back of this? No, <laughs> but generally speaking, if you're a content providing company it's better to have taylor swift in your mix than to not have taylor swift in your mix so she's right on the edge of being able to deny someone else free speech these other creators who've made a show (laughs) and made this idle joke she's she's hitting back hard sure saying hey uh fuck off about my previous romances and they i don't need your need your shit i would say and and then she and then she added netflix like hey guys you want to produce this kind of stuff you can kiss whatever money you make off of me bye bye and uh to me that's to me that's like one step too far like you can say i don't really like that joke they can kiss it goodbye i don't think he or bye 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 no, that's a different guy. That's your isn't that uh Memphis's own Timberlake. T- Justin Timberlake. Uh bye bye bye. He was involved he was involved with Britney Spears, I believe. Sorry. Different different pop star. Uh Taylor Swift can actually sing. Um <laughs> the uh See, and now I've done it. I've said a mean thing about Britney Spears. I don't really know anything about her. Mm-hmm. I don't like her music, but that is, you know, lots and lots of people do. Right. Uh, but anyway, what I'm saying is Taylor Swift's clapback mm-hmm. against uh, against the joke, that's fine. You can say, hey, I didn't like that joke. That joke hurts my mm-hmm. feelings. I think that joke is misogynistic. That Those are all, that's a reasonable response to someone else's art is to say I don't think what you did there was yeah. good but what she did was went one step farther and said hey I'll I'll try to destroy or at least deeply hurt the thing that allowed that speech or art to be distributed I think that's a step too far uh, I think that is trying to take someone else's speech away and then it's like you know, this is this young mixed race woman that, who plays oh. Ginny. Uh, uh, I don't know what role she has in the creation of yeah. the show, uh, other than being the star. You know, uh, and then then you get into a whole is it only the white girls who get uh, to be uh, influencers? Is it you know? I don't I don't want to go down that road. Other than to say, I, it's a rare moment where I find myself critical of Taylor yeah. Swift because uh, because I'm like, I think it's fine to say I don't like that joke. I think it's another thing to say, to imply pretty strongly, hey, Netflix, how can you let a joke about me on the, on your, uh, on your platform when we have a business relationship? Because, the platform exists to provide content. It doesn't exist to provide only content that's pro Taylor Swift. Well, uh, yeah, you're you're. This is a rare uh, salvo. You would lob her way. I'm I'm generally uh, 
thinking that she's pretty uh, hard hardball in her uh, her dealings. Uh, but well, uh, uh, see, that's one of those things where like uh, she wrote a whole song about this that I agree. Like, I think that if she were male, the tactics that she uses as a business yeah. person would would be sure. praised. But because she's she's female, it's considered uh, apropos yeah. or uh, inappropriate. And I I feel like she's right about that. I feel like if she were someone else managing her career with uh, with the degree that she does, I think she would be praised. Uh, she, but uh, because she's yeah. female. You know, it's like, oh, she's whatever, whatever the insults are. Uh, and so I don't think that's fair. But this is a yeah. little heavy for me. Well, it's not. Uh, and really, we're not arbiters of what people can do and get away with. Yeah. We're, we're just two people with our own opinions. And, and uh, yeah. you know, we're, we're aging people. Uh, the, the, the thought leaders... Or the the younger generation, it, it it does feel like, for me, uh, my my principle is like, um, women do a thing where they're hardball in one moment, and then it's like, oh, look at me, little pixie, uh, everything's light and breezy. And it's the it's the combining of the two that feels disingenuous, but maybe that's the shift in culture where it's like that that's allowed, and uh, uh, maybe that maybe it should uh, be allowed. Maybe I'm uh, I uh, well, we agree on that. Out of point, step uh, with uh, what's appropriate. I just I think that uh, society is used to myself included used to looking at women one dimensionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when I was a kid, I looked at Madonna and she was like sexy. Yeah. She was hot. She yeah. was, you know, desirable. But now she's in her sixties and she's been a star my whole life. And I think about her differently now, not because she's less attractive. Cause I don't actually, I actually find her to be uh, very attractive. It's that, uh, it's that I think she's a really smart business person. Yeah. I think she's uh, a savvy artist, uh, and uh, and I think that I think the same way of Taylor Swift. Like, oh, you know, she's this pixie sweet girl next door, or whatever character she's playing with whatever album yeah. she had out at that time. But I think uh, I think it's uh, it's always. I, th- I think that for us to ass- for us to assume that that was all there was to her is on us, not on yeah. her. Like, I'm going to read, we'll close this out with her own words about business. Uh, Whose words? Taylor. Taylor, Taylor Swift. What it's like to brag about raking in dollars and getting bitches and models. Uh, and it's all good if you're bad and it's okay if you're mad. If I was out flashing my dollars, I'd be a bitch, not a baller. They paint me out to be so bad, so it's okay that I'm mad. Yeah. I agree with that. 
Uh, I I agree with that to, to an extent, but I agree with it. Move, moving on. That was a good take. That was a good opening salvo. Current current events. Sure. Uh, uh, Hot pop we spent a lot things. of time on Taylor Swift. Uh, I feel like that could have been time better spent on uh, Reggie Jackson. Excuse, excuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> talking about something I was interested in. So we were talking the other night about uh, uh, the Highlander that you were watching on Tube. Yeah. When I had random. Yeah, you texted up. me. And I was kind of out of it. Yeah. It's like, you know, what's going on? It's like, well, I'm kind of taking a, a me day, me weekend away from yeah. my troubles. And I'm I'm doing a thing that yeah. when I was a teenager and had, before I had. Did you have the mud, have the mud mask on and the cucumbers on your eyes? Like a Bette Midler, Diane Keaton movie from yeah. the same time. No. But I yeah. was doing something I would have done uh, as a, uh, like a high schooler on the weekend or in college before the, the weight of adult life was on us. Uh, you know, watching a, a kind of a popcorn, you know, they called it popcorn cinema because it was that kind of lightweight uh, product. There was a whole range of, of, of shows. There was Lafemme Nikita, there was Renegade, there was uh, Kevin Serbo's Hercules. Uh, but I was watching Highlander with Adrian Paul. Zena. Zena was Zena in that group. Uh, Amanda Vanderhoot. Something American, like that. American Gladiators. Was he on that too? Adrian? No, I don't know. Uh, so I, I was watching that and it seemed like we bounced around a little bit. Uh, uh, well, we were, we were talking through the whole Highlander yeah. franchise. Like there were two, three other movies plus like an anime film uh-huh. of a couple of shitty video games <laughs> and the TV series. Yeah. Uh, and one of the video, one of the movies was, in game where Connor McLeod met whatever the other one was called, Duncan yeah. McLeod, uh, I guess to decide if there could only well, be one. you haven't seen this movie. Um, I have. So let me clean clear you into this. Uh, you know they had the Watchers. They they kind of keep track of what's going on, and there was this guy who had so many kills that were like well in advance of everyone else. So as you get more kills, yeah. you're more powerful. So sure. the one McCla- that was Clancy, that was Clancy Brown from oh, the first it? movie. Well, there was the big mean yeah. scary guy. Cougar. And then there was, then there was, uh, Connor yeah. McLeod. Uh, and they had the big sword fight on the knee in front of the neon sign. That's a terrifically filmed movie. So let's get to Endgame, because one, one McCloud had to kill the other Cloud so he could absorb his kills. Who, who, which one? I, I don't remember. But, uh, <laughs> what was it, the TV guy? One or the two. So he, 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 had, right. he had enough kills that he could take on this other guy. And for, for a brief moment, yeah. 
the, the whoever was killed, his his face shows up as a cheesy special effect. Uh, so it's the two of them together taking out the the bad guy. Uh, anyway, it was pretty good uh, as those films go. Uh, I remember wanting yeah. to go see it. It just was at a period of time in my life when I didn't and go I think see it. somehow we got off on the like. How could you not see that? And also, how did you not see um, the naked gun, not with the weapon, which was the the non-parody version of uh, the title? Yeah, I've seen two of the naked uh, or of the yeah. Lethal Gun movies. I was not a big sure. fan of either one of them. Uh, they were they were hugely popular. Yeah. I didn't care for them. Uh, but but you hadn't seen the Naked Gun, and you you did watch it this weekend. I did. As I as I as I, I watched it uh, after we hung up, I watched. Uh, it. So do you have a review? Do you like it? Do you feel like a well, it's, missed opportunity? It, uh, it's made by the same guys, uh, the two Zuckers mm-hmm. and Abrams, uh, who made Airplane. Airplane is probably my very favorite yeah. comedy ever. Like that, that movie just, there's no frame of that movie where they're not doing something. And it's, yeah. it's funny that, and they're doing humor on all levels. They're doing puns. They're doing uh, it's physical. They're, yeah. You know, when when one girl comedy, scout punches another uh, girl scout, that's, that's good physical humor. Yeah, they're doing fourth wall stuff with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> sure, you know, you know that's yeah. that's funny. Uh, I I love that movie. I could watch it right now, and I it's it's on my top five yeah. depression films. Uh, as as a movie, I could always watch yeah, there and laugh at. There'd be no community uh, TV show with the fourth wall breaking without airplane. Were were it not for yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. and airplane. Uh, yeah. So I watched this movie because I had seen a couple episodes mm-hmm. of Police Squad, and it it, it was uh, it, Police Squad was somewhat funny, but it was not. I don't know. For some reason, it, it never like when I'd watch, I'd be like, "Yeah, this is all right." Uh, but the movie was was yeah. really good. It's an it's an a it's an a plus movie for what for what it's trying to be is it is it as much i don't like it as much yeah. as airplane but uh but i do i do like the fact that they they use stars against type like like o j simpson didn't kill anybody like for one thing so uh that was weird See, that's a joke you're there, you're coming in a little fuzzy in my uh, ear holes. God damn it! Hold on, hold on. I was lying down. For some reason, whenever I do that, everything goes to hell. I was saying uh, they they use the famous cast against type. You, you normally don't think of the Queen of England as an action presence. I'm pretty sure that wasn't her, but uh, I was thinking O.J. Simpson yeah. didn't kill a single person. I, I want to get into uh, uh, Reggie Jackson at some point. 
well, okay. uh, we're on our way there. Um, the the show did a good job of lampooning the hard boiled mm-hmm. detective neo noir crime mm-hmm. procedural that I have always enjoyed uh, in a way that wasn't mean to it. It was just mm-hmm. silly. Um, and um, the uh, uh, they had a lot of different venues, which is something I appreciate. You know, there's big fancy balls and there's, you know, baseball games. Press conference. You know, right? You know, the press conference with the the endless P. You know, so I was like like Kareem Abdul Jabbar in Airplane. I was stunned and overjoyed to see Revy Jackson try to murder uh, the Queen of England. Uh, I I I mean. I would have, I would have found it funnier if it was O.J. Simpson, but that's uh, we just didn't know enough we, then. We didn't we didn't know enough then. Uh, uh, my question right. is: Does Reggie uh, Jackson uh, attempting to kill the Queen of England does that enhance or detract from his uh, Hall of Fame uh, argument? Uh, well, he's already in the right. Hall of Fame, so there's no argument. I'm just, I'm just saying, if you were uh, on the cusp, but uh, and I, I don't know who was on the cusp, but then I'm trying to think of an outfielder that was on the ballot and just never quite made it. Did Did Dale Murphy get in or Bob Horner? Is Is there someone that was like right on the? Like if he Dale Murphy it, did not get in, do you feel like he uh, regrets he not? Uh, you know, his casting agent calls and says, "Hey, Dale." You know, I got I got an offer for you, and it's like, well, is it Borden's milk? No. Is it Borden's ice cream? No. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, if you're playing against type, you don't actually drink milk or eat ice cream in this. You'd be killing the Queen of England. No, no I'm out. I feel like he regrets that because if he if if he had done this iconic role, maybe that was enough to uh, get him in the hall. Well, see the the guy who I think gets screwed over here is Jay Johnstone. He was he was in the movie, and he who's, didn't get a look for that? the Hall of Fame. I mean, oh yeah, he was an outfielder, career career two sixty seven hitter with uh, yeah. uh, one hundred and two home runs. Uh, but you can't underestimate. Yeah. Played twenty seasons. You can't. Uh, you can't underestimate uh, the the power of uh, 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 that attempting to kill uh, the Queen of England. Um, I, I would say, given that uh, uh, Reggie Jackson was playing for the Angels. Uh, when they made this movie, yeah. he was 40 years old. Uh, he was at the end of his career. He was kind of on his farewell tour of the American League. Uh, I think that's probably what put him over. Had had nothing to do with his 563 <laughs> home runs. 
three three homers in a World you Series know, game. Just, right, just none mean. of that shit. It was, it was the, it was that, that zombie-like march to must kill Queen of England. Uh, I would yeah. say that he got into the part well, and that's to his credit. Uh, I would say that he did a good job claw- crawling out from under that <laughs> he, mound. He did. He did. Do you, f- do you feel like uh, uh, he was just like, that's it, I, I can't top this as an acting performance? Uh, like He probably got calls to be in the movie with um, the Bosworth, whatever that – I forget. With the boss, yeah. Yeah, he probably got calls – play with across uh howie long and like uh sure it's like no no thanks i appreciate the the, the thought but i I just won't i wouldn't be able to top uh yeah uh, the heights i've 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 done all i can yeah i think he was probably going to be in that movie with robert de niro and wesley snipes uh that was about like fixing a baseball game like yeah, if I recall it correctly, Robert De Niro was gonna mm-hmm. kill Wesley Snipes' family if uh, if he didn't do something in the baseball game. You know, speaking like, speaking of popular uh, yeah. tropes, you know the 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 USA TV shows yeah. with Renegade and Kevin Sorbo as Hercules, the yeah. the the athlete who has to do something at at the stadium. That that was, I think there was one with uh, right. Did he, invented by he, Babe Ruth. Got to hit like the first guy to do that. Dying Kenny. Well, I'm thinking of Van Damme yeah. in, in a movie where he's like a security guard at a Pittsburgh Penguins game. Uh, yeah. And he's like, what? Uh, I'll score a hat trick <laughs> in each period. Nothing like that. Oh. Oh, something like that. Nothing yeah. like that? Yeah. All right. Where's the list? Uh, okay, Naked Gun. Okay, I watched. I, I stayed on the uh, outer reaches of... Uh, mm-hmm. Popular culture today. We watched uh, Sharky's okay. Machine, starring Burt Reynolds, and uh, a woman whose name I can't recall. And uh-huh. um, I really liked it. Uh, it's gritty, you know, city crime. Oh. I think it takes place in Atlanta. Uh, there are. Uh, there are characters that make no sense yeah. and plot lines that go nowhere, which is the uh, which is the hallmark of the uh, yeah. hard-boiled fiction genre. And uh, there's lots of people getting shot, yeah. some fist fights, and some sex. So I don't know what what more do you want of a movie? Yeah. I know you can't make this movie today, but this is the movie that makes me drop yeah. to my knees and thank God for the internet, because because here you go, here's a movie with yeah. all the things that are awful, like that all all the things that were like oh no, 
Yeah. Not all of those things. Yeah, if you if you wanted that things. today, it it had to be delivered in a a plain brown envelope because you you'd be judged by your mail carrier. Uh, right. Right. You, you, they probably send a, They probably send a yeah. an investigator of wokeness in and be like, "Did you watch this film? Yes." Did you blog about all of uh, the intersectionality violations? I'd be like, no. No, I didn't. I, I kind of enjoyed it. Well, well so my two thoughts are, you. one, um, I appreciate that Atlanta is shown in a gritty way because uh, there's, there's too many uh, products of, of modern TV where Atlanta is just kind of a fluffy spot like at Matlock. Atlanta feels it feels very fluffy. Uh, Atlanta, Atlanta, yeah, they're Atlanta Braves games fluffy. on uh, uh, designing women. That, uh, that, that feels like a very fluffy view of Atlanta. So I'm I'm glad the mean streets of Atlanta are given their due. Uh, but my my other question is: It's Sharky's machine. Is it is the machine a car? Is it like a cr- yeah. criminal enterprise? Do we, do we know what the machine is? Oh. That's never Maybe really it's just a mystery. Uh, yeah. Uh, is shark he is kind of a machine himself. Like, Burt Reynolds is, is the shark? Uh, yeah. Burt Reynolds. I feel like you could have the, the old, the guy who's dead who did the in a world. You know, like yeah. Burt Reynolds is Sharky. You know, uh, they had a movie about that, by the way. That, that voice work. The guy who did, uh, yeah. There's there's two of them, and the one guy, the most famous guy, is dead. That yeah. super deep voice, like in a world. That guy, oh. he's dead. The movie's called In a wow. World. I think it's on Netflix. Hopefully, it doesn't like have any. That, hopefully, like, it doesn't have any Taylor Swift jokes. One guy. Yeah. He'll be shutting that shit down. Clear it out, guys. Get it on out of here. Yeah. In a world. But anyway, there's like two guys, and there's a second guy yeah. who's still alive, who still does this work. And the movie is about like his daughter wants to go into mm-hmm. voice voicing yeah. work, and there's never been a big female one. And uh, she's uh, trying to break into this world, but her daughter yeah. is trying to get her into fucking Harvard or whatever. You know, I stopped watching it because it was it, it stopped being funny really quickly. But it it seemed like it would be funny, you know, like the premise was funny, like oh we're gonna go back to this mm-hmm. cliche in the world thing, and you know we're gonna have a we're gonna have a nationwide contest, and somebody's gonna, uh, you know, but then then it just became like uh, uh the typical like. Men hate women, and they yeah. they're kept out of professions, and you know, uh, 
whatever. I don't know. And maybe I was just tired and reading too much into it, but I just stopped. That happens with about 97% of the stuff on Netflix. Like, I start it, and I yeah. watch a few minutes, and I'm like, what is this? Fuck it. No. Because <laughs> I'm a bitch, not a baller. Uh it is a problem with Netflix in the sense that they they have uh, some pretty good content, and then they have some pretty average content. Yeah. So you don't quite know what you're getting when you start something. That's uh, that's the one thing I I praise like yeah. Tubi and Pluto over uh, regular Netflix is. No, most of it is bad, but every now and then they'll be like, yeah. holy shit, here's Prizzy's Honor. Wow. You know, like, I'll watch that. Why not? You know, uh, and it's like the, it's like, it's like, uh, like, Tubi is the, the, like, five mm-hmm. for $10 DVD bin, or maybe it's $10, or maybe it's yeah. $5 for 10 DVD bin now at, at the front of the discount store and you're like, this is crap. This is crap. Like, holy shit. You know, yeah. here's the good, the bad, the ugly. I'll watch that. You know, why not? You know, I'll watch, I'll watch it with ads because they'll put a little thing in the corner that says ads for ad, for ad four of six, six minutes to go. Well, all right, I'll go take a leak and you know, you know, smoke a dart. I don't know what a dart uh, is, but uh, oh, a, is, that a, a lung is dart? that a vaping product? You know, oh, a, yeah. a cigarette, a cigarette. You know, or a heater, whatever you want to call it. It's just an old-fashioned term. For, I'm stealing that from that that '70s uh, Bob Menier. No, no. He's the oh. announcer. Oh. It's a Twitter oh, okay. guy, that 70s sports. Sure. Whatever yeah. it's called. Whatever he calls it. It's He's very funny. But every time he shows an athlete or somebody smoking, he oh. calls him a lung dart. That's awesome. Or a heater. Yeah. yeah. It, he is funny. I was funny. just unfamiliar with that phrasing, and I've, I've learned something, and maybe, maybe our viewers have too. Yeah. I doubt it. So that was Sharky and the Machine. All right. Uh, speaking of phraseology, this happened by accident. No. It seems like a, a smooth transition, but we're going to be tra- we're going to be transparent. W- w- it was an accident. That that lung dart uh, heater thing transcends to a Paul Russell take. This is a mini take, a wafer thin take, I think. Oh, about um, pillar to the post. We, yeah, in pre-production, we were um, chatting about uh, going off topic, so, so I made some reference to pillar to post. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't is know. A, is that a horse racing terminology? So, so this may be dissatisfying for the oh. listenership who want to know what this is about. But it was a phrase I've heard oh. in. Uh, uh, Hank Williams Senior music. Uh, so I, I think it means uh, uh, from one place to another. Uh, I, I don't know if you've traveled a distance to get uh, uh, between these two concepts. They're they're dissimilar. Uh, 
And that's what the expression means. The the Spanish have a phrase. They'll say... Uh, They'll say, uh, we went through three towns. So it's like they went from point A to point B, but they went through three towns to get there. And uh, the message that's implied is like, uh, we, we did more work on this than we had to. Like we went through this third town. Uh, to, we really just wanted to go from A to B. So I think the pillar of the post is something like that. Uh, well, here here in Des Moines we have home inspectors. Oh, pillar and yeah. to po- pillar to post home inspectors. Uh, there, so maybe there are that two, means they've covered everything. Uh, yeah. There are two uh, examples I'm reading here, both of which could make sense. One is that a tennis player serving the ball, the pillar from the pillar to the post may have originated uh, from the predecessor (laughs) of the modern game of tennis. but the uh, the idiom is from one place or person or task to another, from pillar to post, from yeah. post to pillar, so, hither. So there, it's a positive thing to have gone uh, this distance. Oh, uh, I think it's yeah. more like willy nilly. It's like uh, we went over there and then we went over oh. there. And, you're just kind yeah. of constantly on the move is, is how I'm taking it. Uh, but it may also have a really... It, a really I'm just saying this, this tennis. local business so, uses the phrases uh, pillar to post yeah. as a positive. You know, they're promoting their product. Like, we, we've covered everything. Pillar to post. We, nothing unturned. Right. Right, and yeah. since no one uh, is going to spend this much time on the phrase, uh, mm-hmm. well, th- there you go. Speaking of spend a lot of time on things, uh, yeah, you were doing your taxes when I called earlier. Well, How'd it was a go? weird year. Um, I worked for a business that was acquired by another business. I, I worked for that second business for a while. Uh, there was a retention bonus associated with it. Uh, so, well, boy, I bet, bet that was worth it. I don't know. I guess it's good to have a job. But, Becomes uh, more worth it every day. It, it's, eh? it's certainly, it's certainly. Oh, well, I'm just saying oh, that's the I that's one that. side of the the agreement. <laughs> the other side was that. Uh, it's very stressful and has remained so. Uh, but um, yeah, in terms of taxes, uh, I had switched up my W-4 to uh, take out less money uh, because I was going to get this stay bonus. Yeah. And my understanding is they would be taking out quite a bit of taxes on that. Uh and uh, so I, I rolled over a couple of 401k amounts and I invested in a couple of weird things that have their own little weird forms. And 
so my, my mom does my taxes, but they're more complicated this year. And, and it turns out I, uh, I didn't have enough taxes withheld. So I'm going to not only owe money, but, uh, to the strict letter of the law, I'll owe a penalty for having, uh, uh, under withheld taxes throughout the year. Uh, I mean, it's, I don't think it'll amount to, uh, a huge amount of money, but, uh, uh, well, mine did. Right. I, I got, I just got, yeah, you, you had a weird tax thing too. Uh, so, so, uh, my, my tax thing was, I, I, for the majority of the year, I was unemployed, but, uh, Right. I took uh, I took I bought insurance off the exchange, and so when you buy it, you can use the tax cuts uh, to pay for the insurance or the tax breaks to pay for the insurance. But uh, it turns out I made too much money. Um, while, yeah, because you got work later in the year um, after the fact. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I ended up making too much money, and uh, so now I owe the government like $3,800. Where that money's coming from, I don't know. I I was Uh, also confused uh, because... I'll I'll figure uh, it out. In in the early thinking around the, um, like these little stimulus checks that they've sent out, uh, it was like, maybe they'll work it in such a way that it's not actually money that you get for free. It's a, an early tax credit that you'll have to pay back next year. But if you, but if you owe tax, but if you owe taxes, they, they won't yeah, take the, it from you. But the uh, second one, if you're getting a refund, they would with, you know, uh, withhold that credit, uh, at that point. You mean the on ones the one, from last year. You mean on the one they're working it, it, on now, or the they didn't? Ones from last they weren't year. actually structured this way, but the 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 early there language was, was uh, it might be a, an early credit on your taxes, and if you owed money, uh, you just pay your money. Yeah. But if you were meant to be getting a credit, they would cut that credit short for this this credit that uh, was the the stimulus. So I was purposely setting it up where I would owe money, but it's actually, yeah, uh, I overshot and, uh, technically you would owe a penalty for, uh, uh, for not, uh, paying in to the extent that I didn't pay in. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I mean, it's a blow, but, uh, and, yeah. you know, I've made some changes in my life and I feel a lot better, yeah. even though those changes look kind of dumb on paper. Uh, so, you know, we'll yeah. figure out whatever yeah. has to be done when that time arrives. You know what I mean? Really? It's not a lot of money, but it's just like, Oh, how do you uh, figure this out? The, it, the tax return, well, your your situation is it's, different. It, like it is my to me. penalty, 
I think is maybe yeah a couple hundred bucks maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know, but uh, it's just uh, a hassle right. to figure out tax forms. Uh, it yeah. is. I'm I'm actually for the first time in years going to ask a person. There's an H and R block thing across the hall, street, and I'm just going to go yeah. over there and be like. Here it is. Uh, figure it out for me and get it right, because I, uh, I, I don't want I don't uh, want to trust the software. That, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Usually, I trust the software, no problem. But the when I did my taxes, I called in and they were like, "Yeah." <laughs> There's some stuff in the up in the air right yeah. now that we don't know the answer to, and so when we put the software out, uh, yeah. that's how screwed up the government is. It's like they don't even have their tax rules down by the end of the year. We're we're uh, two full months and a couple of weeks into the new year, and the tax rules yeah. are like, well, it could go this way, it could go that way, whatever. You know what? You know what? You know what? I could use a bistro mug full of uh, well. Uh, uh, here, Tell here's me about what I have to say. Uh, coffee was already pretentious, but it's it's yeah. it's Pledge Drive week, uh, and maybe it's not the only one. Maybe yeah. it's like the the twentieth Pledge week out of the year, uh, raising money for my local PBS station. Uh, so they have these local celebrities saying, you know, oh, we love PBS, but we need your help and. No, 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 like not Justin him. Timberlake. No, I, it's more like local broadcasters on Beale. the PBS. So I guess they're not actually celebrities, but uh, oh. you know, you should just give us money. But we also appreciate you, so we're going to give you this uh, PBS tote bag and. Not just a mug, it's a bistro mug with Washington Week on it. And, um, I mean, coffee was already pretentious. Like, we'd already made that that leap uh, where we've overthought things with this coffee. Uh, Now there's a bistro mug. Uh, I I shouldn't wonder if the bistro mug is also uh, employed down at the wine dive you know, on your street because uh, they they also feel pretty pretentious about their products. Yeah. Right. Uh, see, I've never been in there. I've, I, I refuse to go in there. And that uh, is, that we're is talking about WK Network. NO, right? Right. Uh, so uh, Here, while, while you're I'm looking for that, I'll make one other comment, on which uh, PBS, uh, the PBS uh, TV channel, yeah, they, they make the same mistake that a lot of companies do, which I'll, I'll include like newspapers in terms of like, hey, we're going to offer our yeah. content for free on the Internet. And people just get so addicted that... Uh, we're going to change it up yeah. and and say, oh, hey, now you need to pay for this. 
And I think most people are like, you know what? I was happy getting this for free, but uh, now that I need to pay one nickel for it, I'm out. There's very few products where free samples. I think Costco, uh, like you're already at the store. It's like, oh, this was, this, you know, the spam was good. I'll throw in a can. (laughs) And heroin, you know, cocaine. Like if you get a free sample of that. Sure. There's there's some chemical uh, processes in the brain uh, where you'll go back. Uh, right, right, right. In, in addic- ad- addiction. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here we go. Membership. To become a WKNO member. Uh, well, I'm not seeing this. This uh, maybe yeah. the maybe the pledge week is over because I'm not seeing this bistro mug. Because neither of us knew what a bistro mug was when it was brought up. Just in context, like, mm-hmm. uh, but it's basically like a mug, but it's it's a bigger mug that curves down right. in, at the bottom. So it's almost like a tall. Bull. If I was, if I, if I was, except, if I was running the, a bistro, the diameter is this big. I might have those a, mugs. A, and it's like handle. you could, you could have coffee in it. You could have a bowl of chili. Yeah. You, you know, maybe um, uh, clam chowder. Yeah. You know, any any kind of a thick soup. Uh, where where you need a, a larger serving. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm glad we had that take. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to move to our uh, our closing take here. All right. Uh, we 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 we're going to discuss the mm-hmm. book Fatso uh, by uh, Arthur Donovan. Yeah. He was a regular guest on Letterman when we were kids. He'd always yeah. talk about how. Everybody in the NFL in the 80s were wimps compared to when he played in the 50s and 60s, which was probably yeah. true. And uh, the book is very funny. Uh, but all I really have to say about it is it's very funny and it would never be allowed yeah. to be written today. And Taylor Swift would probably tweet something which, negative. Would she, would she tweet uh, at? Uh, so I'm going to skip that take. Book, I'm going to publishing firm. It. With whom she had a relationship. Yeah, she. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna oh. close on something I think we both will enjoy, which is uh, a story mm-hmm. from my hometown here. Uh, a local legis- state legislature legislator um, got caught. In- yeah trying to uh bury switzer uh he he was trying to carry a firearm yeah. onto uh onto an airplane and um you know he got ticketed that's usually what happens but here's the thing paul okay. the the weapon was an unloaded 22 handgun 
which you know, I assume. I just, you know what? He's, I, I, he's a Republican I, I legislator, and I hope. By the way, he's getting. I hope he's. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I just I hope he's getting For mocked a clip. by the other uh, carry everywhere Republicans uh-huh. because, well, one, it's unloaded. Two, if it was loaded, what are you going to shoot? Squirrels? It's a twenty-two, you yeah. pussy. Like it's it's nine millimeter, or don't leave the house. Like mm-hmm. it, it's at least a thirty-eight uh, detective special five round. Like I, a yeah. twenty-two, you, you know, you can kill a guy with a twenty-two, but you kind of have to oh. shoot him from the side and hope that the yeah. bullet bounces around inside of him and tears up their organs, you know. But you, most of the time, you shoot a guy with a twenty-two, it just gets embedded in one of their bones. Like people have been shot in the head with twenty-twos and survived with only headaches. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's not, you wouldn't shoot mm-hmm. any real kind of animal with a 22, like a rabbit, maybe, you know, like where, where, if you're a gun rights <laughs> where, guy, where is he flying to? You is are, he flying up to Jacksonville, Montana to uh, do on an airplane, take down an elk or well, uh, do we know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So I suppose so. I assume this is his yeah. personal protection gun. Which, by the way, should be loaded if it's for personal protection. Se- secondly, it, yeah, why, why not a forty-five, like a nice Colt nineteen eleven? You get good solid eight rounds of forty-five mag. You know that that that's stopping power. This is a twenty-two. This is, and I don't care what what the what people will say about me. This is a girl's gun, not a woman's like. gun. It's a the, gun you, gun. the gun like you, you use to get your uh, to a child. marksmanship uh, you know, like, feel badge in the Girl Scouts. Right. Like, there's, there's no recoil on this, you know. It, it, just just relax. It's, you know, that yeah. it, it, it should bother me that he's trying to get the gun on the plane. But it really doesn't because people do this dumb stuff all the time. Apparently, they just forget. They forget yeah. that they have a yeah. potentially life-threatening uh, device on them at all times. They forget. Okay, he forgot. But, like, you should be embarrassed yeah. for all kinds of stuff here. Not loaded. Not useful. Like, you would have a better chance of stopping a guy if you turned the twenty-two around and just tried to bludgeon him with it. Which it doesn't weigh much yeah. more than a stapler, so I don't know how far this is going to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy, this guy's as dumb as a brick anyway, which was explains why he's in government. And but like, unbelievable! Uh, I just did, I, uh, I thought did he had like a hauled out copy of Bootlegger's Boy that he hid, hid the gun in. That that would be Brian. That would be Switzer's. Switzer's bootleggers boy autobiography, not a auto, uh, he, yeah autobiography because he wrote it. Well, not autobiography. Yeah, sure he did. Sure he wrote it himself. That's a good story to tell, Paul. Uh, no, he had a because that's, uh, that's a small book and all that's required the to grows. to house the twenty two. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was a 
it was a hollowed out Mormon plant pamphlet. Is what it was. It was just uh, maybe you know maybe it's one of those things you, know. you you hope to get caught is that <laughs> says, oh this guy's got a gun he's uh, he's our kind of guy. Uh, I guess, except again, if I'm a gun guy, I'm like, yeah. what kind of, like, uh, or maybe he's looking for I a mean, higher quality fun. gun. And so he's, he's yeah. looking for, uh, he's like, he's gotten caught and now so he's he, he was call, hoping like, his, his gun, let me, let me like, get oh, this gallon on a desert it's eagle, free. You, you know? Yeah. I mean, I believe him when he said he forgot he had it on him because, you know, I if forget you're, I have a if handkerchief you're a Democrat in my pocket. So that's basically the same thing. Bread, uh, uh, do you like have like a pot brownie in your in your uh, your fanny pack at the airport, and that kind of gives you some cred with your uh, <laughs> granola buddies? No, no, and here's why: that guy had a gun at an airport where everybody knows you're not supposed to have guns. Oh, uh, he gets a citation. You have pot at the airport. You're going to federal fucking prison. I mean, unless you're white and then they'd be fine. But I mean, uh, it's just my street. That's sweet, no, sweet the street I'm on. Is, no, no it's, you. are you is, is that your mom? No, it's just the local neighborhood. Does your mom want you to come out. Ah, uh, that's the other. There's, there's other yeah, people on like the block. Sounds like somebody wants to come out. And, uh, not me. Of, uh, they want you to come out and play, Paul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are, are you going to play some hoops? Uh, maybe a little, a little soccer. I am doing that. Like, like I am reminded. You know, uh, we we didn't really get into the, like the Twitter of the week. Or the uh, not, t- but but I did uh, get this funny TikTok or where TikTok uh, I don't even know what inspired the person to to, uh, to tick this particular talk, except that it was very funny. So it was Hank Hill talking to a son who who's playing soccer. Yeah. His son is into soccer, and uh, Hank Hill is expressing his disdain that. Uh, right. You know, in Europe, uh, the women play soccer while the men are uh, preparing dinner. Uh, well, now in Europe, the the women play soccer, and uh, the men uh, uh, the men. Uh, I, I don't. I screwed that up. I was. What I was going to say was. So Bobby's like. Uh, in Europe. Why do you hate what you don't here. understand? And, and Hank's like, I don't hate you, Bobby. It's like, no soccer. It's like, yeah, I hate soccer. Uh, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I hate soccer. That's fair. Well, that show was always the best family sitcom. Well, you know, he comes out with new shows as frequently we'll as our podcast. Judge so has be something, new Beavis and Butthead. A new Beavis and Butthead, Silicon Valley, uh, Idiocracy. Yeah. Maybe right. maybe we can get him as a guest. 
Yeah, maybe maybe we can get him as a guest. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, man. I, I, Apart I, from his I work, that is a slap in the face. I might be able to get him as a guest. I, uh, you could ask him questions, though, couldn't you? Like if you were in a position. Uh, he didn't show up to that. Mike, Mike you covered Johnson, the Drake relays yeah. back in the day. The silver shoot or gold shoot uh, Olympian. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was gold shoes. It was good. That. Yeah, you had a good time at that. That one sporting event you attended in Drake. <laughs> with uh, falsified. I, I have to say, it was the most exciting sporting event I've ever been uh, in attendance for. Because uh, this helicopter comes down, or whatever it was, then there's a great buzz as he as he shows up, and then the starter pistol. And then he's, you know, smokes the competition and he kind of walks through the center. I could have reached out. He was that close to, uh, to crinkle yeah. the chest hair on the man, but that, 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 that yeah. felt Faye then and, and Faye now. Uh, he, 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 uh, I, he wasn't I also, there for the whole I, I back day's up. festivities. He showed up at the last minute. He 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 landed. He he arrived on the track, did his event, and then he left. I think. I, I seem to recall I, some uh, transport. I don't think there was a helicopter involved. Uh, landing down, and then minutes later, he was present in in the sporting uh, arena. Uh, some dream. Yeah, I I don't remember that. I think Air, you might Airwolf. be confusing that with Blue Thunder Cloud or something. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> whichever had the better theme. Song. Uh, be be yeah. kind. All right, buddy. You want to close us out? Uh, feel feel free to have whatever uh, opinions on Taylor Swift and other postmodern feminist icons you'd you'd wish out there dear listener it's all it's all on your hands <laughs> and and remember I'm available